This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. So I've been banned from doing my screeching tires noise, folks. On air, yeah. Yeah, of course, right? Because it would not be the pleasantest on ears, no matter what. Gets away with it in real life. Control room. Oh yeah, only in real life. But I bring this up because we're making a change in a moment. But after I um, tell you a little bit about the podcast, how you can find us, maybe I'll make a slightly screeching left turn noise. So be be ready, Uh, folks. Check out the podcast. Subscribe using your favorite podcast platform where you can listen to the show in its complete form, including the audio vanity cart. Already sent that in for the day. And you can also listen to the show in segment form at your leisure. That's the Kelly and Rumya podcast experience. Take it in at your convenience using your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, maybe give us a rating and review. Here it comes. See, just a gentle one, Rum. I didn't even hear it. It was gentle. Too gentle. I was afraid to do it, it too loud. It was false. It was a, it was, okay. It was a bad sound effect. It was a placeholder. No, no. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, okay. That'll right, work. I'll, call, I'll let you call it that. He's just a tease. Okay, there you, there go. you go. Thank you. Um, anyways, lots of stuff going on at AMI Always. We like checking in on Mondays to see what we can highlight for you. And uh, today we're going to highlight the uh, AMI's All Access Comedy Special, which we've been really, really looking forward to because it's comedy. That's awesome. Uh, And we aren't able to get our comedian on for today. So in place of him, my God, it's Greg David. (laughs) (laughs) Greg David from our marketing and communications department. Greg, are you going to do some comedy for us today? I I was just going to make a joke (laughs) that I could maybe test out five minutes of my new new stand-up with you guys. And you could just let me know. If we lose viewers, we know that it doesn't work. Yeah, and then I don't, I don't know if it's a good idea because then they might not come back for the all access. That's, that's <laughs> the whole true. thing. It's not a sample of them. Forget yeah, it. No. Yeah, oh, no, no. Oh, boy. yeah, you should probably yeah. Well, not. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll keep all of that. Uh, I won't, I won't practice anything. I'll, I'll leave it up to the, uh, the mm. professional comedians that are appearing on all access comedy in, uh, in a few weeks. Thank you. And before we get to uh, all access comedy, want comedy? Wanted to ask you, um, how much of a risky play person were you when you were a kid? We're trying to find out, you know, the generations of it. Oh, yeah, risky play. Oh, uh, yeah, it's funny. I was talking about this the other day with uh, with with somebody that um, out on the uh, the playground, um, we played dodgeball. We played Red Rover. Um, we were allowed to go on the roundabout, you know, that thing that spun really fast mm. on the playground. We were allowed to um, uh, do piggyback fights and that type of thing on the school on the school ground. Um, and I'm 53, and I knock on wood have not broken any bones. So I'm one of the people that likes to like. I think that the only way to let kids kind of play and have fun is to let them do things like let them go outside and eat dirt because that's the only way that you kind of build up those <laughs> microbes. So uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely on that camp. Let them play, let them get hurt because it's all uh, it's all it's all about learning, right? I, I actually wiped out on my bike several times, and I think it made me a better person having having oh, gravel yeah. embedded in my knees and elbows. Yeah, I think also it, you got to that point where you said, man, I don't want to get hurt. So when you did something, you either learned how to do it really well or be smart enough to say, hey, Greg, yeah, we're going to jump that. Yeah, you yeah. go first. That's the thing. <laughs> risky Greg play leads that. to more risky play, which may not be advocated yeah. also. But still. <laughs> well, I, I, 
no, because I mean, you, like like Kelly said, I mean, you learn from your mistakes. Now that I'm thinking about it, I tried to jump, uh, do a double ramp on my motocross bike, and I made it over the the first ramp, but I didn't make it over the second Oof. one. And my front tire hit the second one, and I went over the handlebars, and then my bike landed on top of me. So oh. I mean, I didn't. And they were heavy, type. Greg. Yes. They were heavy. Oh, I didn't man. ever try to do that jump again. So no, you know, yeah. I, I learned oh. from that. You oh, I did, did, but, but on all a the stunt bike. devils didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> I used to do that. I used to love doing jumps. And my brother caught me because he had loaned me. He said, you can use my motocross bike. He was getting too big for it. But he didn't like how hard on it I was because it had the shocks and everything on it. And right. that sent him around the bend. I uh, We didn't talk about the building microbes and eating dirt part, so I'm glad you brought well, that Well, I did. Up. I mentioned to Grant all the sand. How come your kid eats all that sand out of the box? There's nothing to play with. Gross. I made a comment. <laughs> Rum, you're ready to move on yeah, now? Yeah, that's <laughs> Please. I think we've advocated risky play enough now on the show. Uh, poor that's Grant good. now is hearing it for the first time. I said, you said that to me on the air? That's I good. ate sand? No, <laughs> no not him. Just anybody did. else, whatever. Uh, okay, let's talk about the all-access comedy special. Where do you want to start? We were supposed to get comedian uh, Ryan Lachance on, so hopefully soon. But tell us about what this special is. Remind us. Yeah, sure. So you know, way back in uh, in April uh, of uh, of last year at the two twenty at the two thousand twenty three Halifax Comedy Fest, um, we filmed this special called All Access Comedy, and the whole point behind it was to have members of the disability community up on stage telling jokes. There are many many members of the disability community in the stand up world, and so we thought, hey, while everybody's together in Halifax for Comedy Fest, let's get some members of the disability community together. Uh, and uh, let's film it. Let's get some cameras there. Let's get some members of the disability community and the able-bodied community in this theater. Uh, so that's what we did, and and this is the result of it. How many I, comedians? I like the idea, right? I love the idea of it because next thing I'd like to hear suggested is a storytelling one of the same. You know, there are so many of these applications, and unfortunately, so many of people doing their own thing in isolation out there. Um, and I know they're, they're they're performing in front of audiences. So when I say that, I don't mean oh, they're in their at home sitting around their dining room table doing their own skits. I mean that we just need to know about and to pull them together for an event like this. Um, it's really special. Uh, Greg, sorry, I cut rum off. How many? Yeah, yeah, no problem. So it's uh, so DJ Demers, um, who you re guys recently had on to talk about one more time. He is the MC and host of All Access Comedy. So he's the bookend to the show. He comes out and introduces the comedians, and then he comes back in and does. Well, he does a couple of minutes off the top, and then he does several minutes at the end of the special. So in between DJ, we've got Courtney Gilmore, who identifies as having a limb difference. DJ Demers, by the way, identifies as being a member of the hard of hearing community. Courtney Gilmore, who has a limb difference. Um, Tanya Lee Davis, who is a little person, Aaron Bellal, who is mute and also has cerebral palsy, and Ryan Lachance, who hoped to be here today. He uh, has quad spastic cerebral palsy. And so each of these comedians comes out, and just like in any stand-up uh, stand-up club, does uh, five to ten minutes of uh, of performance. And uh, you know, obviously, they dwell on you know, like any stand-up comedian talking about their life. They talk about their lives as being members of the disability community, and uh, it is some funny, funny stuff. Um, we're going to get to the date and time in a few minutes, and I'm glad that it's airing a little later in prime time because we're definitely pushing some boundaries with uh, with regard to some of the topics Ooh. that. Kevin get covered on all all access comedy okay, so I love that means it. your mother will be there with the jar room collecting yeah. uh swear, swear dollars. it's not me i don't know if we can just uh, extend it no, 
No, I can tell you there's no swearing, um, oh. but I do, you know, like, but, the, you know, the stories that are told get get to be a little bit risque and maybe a little TMI in some cases. Right, right. Best kind of comedy, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you did you have to have a lot of conversation? We we have talked about all-access comedy, comedy with you before. I don't know why I keep saying comedy today. Anyway. Because um, you're a friend. Maybe, yeah. Anyway. You a friend with a similar name. So did, did you have to have a lot of conversation for what this special ought to be for the community and, you know, talk about what kinds of styles or uh, the kinds of stories or representation or, like you said, with the, the swearing and not swearing, you know, what it needed to be in order to air it as a, a prime time, as a AMI special? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, any stand-up comedian um, that's been in the business for a while has, you know, two different types of acts or maybe three different types of acts. One will be kind of the corporate, mm. um, you know, act where it's very, very clean, you know, not any, you know, kind of swearing at all. Um, there's one that's kind of middle of the road. And I think that's what we got for all access comedy. And then there's just stuff that you would get in the in the, in the comedy, in the comedy club, you know. Um, so I think that we got kind of the middle of the road okay. um, when it comes to the, the, the jokes that are being told um but one of the things that i wanted to mention is just um you know because these are stand-up comedians and they're not used to idv the integrated described video that ami is known for um they received some training uh to describe uh you know what they were perhaps what they were doing or what they were wearing or themselves or those facial moves right great exactly. so much comedy relies on yep. that Yep, yep, exactly, Kelly, and uh, and so they would do uh, they would describe themselves when they came out on stage, and then at different points during their stand up act. But then also so that the special was fully accessible to members of the deaf and hard of hearing community, we had uh, there were ASL interpreters that were out on stage. Um, we also had live captioning that was going on as well. And it's funny because actually right off the top, DJ, who I mentioned is a member of the hard of hearing community, talked about the ASL interpreter who was there live on stage with him, who he's known for years and is actually friends with they developed a friendship and uh and so he you know she became part of the act where he was making fun of the fact that she had to you know do asl for everything that he was saying including spelling out super califragilistic expialidocious uh so really really uh you know funny stuff off the top that got that got the crowd the live audience there into a into a into a great mood right off the uh right off the top so for the 13.5 minutes that i did stand-up comedy in my my previous Iteration of well, Kelly McDonald years ago. Yeah, um, that facial I mentioned. But one of the things that you learn first about comedy is everything to do with the timing, of course, how right. you deliver, and one rhythm, even if one joke is not necessarily associated with another. But those moments, the way you you make that audience feel comfortable, feel a part of, and get on your roll. Um, when we're adding the IDV, and those are those guys are going away, and kind of incorporating that as they have to into. Mm -hmm. what they're doing do you feel greg i mean that's a challenge did you have did, did, do you know of anyone coming back saying look i don't think i got it at all or feel that kind of way about it i'm not not taking it away from their comedy but we're sitting there saying hey we'd love to have you here here's an element though you need to add to your routine what? Yeah, no, I don't think so, and that's a great question as well because it is all about the rhythm, like you said, Kelly. For the for the main uh, the main part of the of the IDB was when they first would come out on stage and describe who they were and what they were wearing and perhaps what they mm -hmm. looked like. So Aaron mentioned that he had a guide dog with him. Um, Aaron uses uh, because he's mute, he uses his phone with with uh, with voice uh, to tell the joke. So obviously, you know, that was part of it, describing you know what he you know how he was going to be delivering the joke. So, but no, it was it was very seamless. Other 
other than kind of off the top, any of the jokes that they told, they weren't visual jokes. They were, you know, in the theater of the mind type of thing. So they didn't really have to describe anything that they were doing. It wasn't like someone was down on the floor or, you know, wriggling around or anything like that. Right. I can't, yeah. I couldn't think of any other reference. I'm yeah. sorry for that visual. But uh, yeah, it was it was just kind of just to describe themselves off the top. OK, I have one quick thing because I'm curious before Rum slides in with her last few things. Um, we did our, our our special, primetime special live. We had a, quite yeah. a crew there. Thank you, Apple Orchard, and everything that was provided. Um, from doing these experiences, obviously, as a company, we're learning and knowing what we need to make pull something like this off. Can you just briefly describe what they had there in the setup and that for it? Oh what, yeah, so it was it, it yeah it was so it was set up in a theater in in Halifax and and there were monitors that were set up for the live closed captioning. The ASL interpreter was up on stage to DJ's right, so stage left if you're facing the stage. Um, uh, but that was really it. Other than that, it was the typical lighting that you would see on a or that you know the typical stage setup for a stand-up comedy show in a, in a theater environment. Um, uh, Audience-wise, uh, wheelchair users were sitting right down front. Um, there was, uh, you know, uh, so you know that was great, and uh, and you know members of the audience were sitting in the theater seating. So there there wasn't a lot that had to be done. Obviously, there were some changes that had to be made, but I guess that's the big thing is that you know to make something inclusive for everybody, you don't have to do a lot, and so mm -hmm. it should be kind of second nature at this point. So I'm looking forward to this, obviously, because it's comedy. Uh, we've now, I feel like we've been teasing about it for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's just so much going on uh, around this, Greg. Do you have any momentum past this into the next comedy thing? Like, we've been talking a lot more about comedy around the network in general, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's a great question. And I can't say anything official yet but i can say that there are some preliminary talks this may not be the last all access comedy special nice. that ami does okay looking forward to it uh one more time the details on when we can tune in yeah so all access comedy it debuts friday february the 9th at 9 p.m eastern on ami tv and also on ami plus so if you miss it in the broadcast uh you can check it out on ami plus but again that's friday February the 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern on AMI-TV and on AMI+. Plus. Cool. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you for filling in. Greg David from our marketing department. He joins us every other Wednesday as well to talk TV. On the other side of the break to begin our second hour, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Danielle McLaughlin here with Noah Wright. And joining her today uh, will be uh, Noah uh, Mendel, uh, Mendelssohn-Aviv will be here. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a chat. And up next, Winterlude is back in Ottawa, and Kim Kilpatrick, our community reporter, will fill us in. We'll be returning after this break. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.